Welcome back to the Daily Report brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. We are your hosts, Will Smith and Jasmine Robb, bringing you the highlights from our newest report. And on today's episode, we discuss the implications of using social media to get the news, how inadequate PPE for healthcare workers can lead to a significant staff shortage, and the pathophysiology of COVID-19 ARDS, or otherwise known as CARDS. Let's get started. The report for July 28, 2020. By the numbers, after weeks of dramatically increasing COVID-19 cases in the U.S., data indicates the curves may be plateauing with the seven-day daily average of new confirmed cases at 66,000. This is the lowest that it has been in the U.S. in 10 days and is especially noticeable in states like Arizona, Texas, and Florida, where the number of new cases have begun to flatten or even decrease. Climate. A cross-sectional study surveying 128 researchers, clinicians, and academic personnel showed that 63.3% found social media to be the most important source of information, while 67.2% found it to be misinformation. A majority of the respondents supported mandatory peer review and organization of a trustworthy COVID-19 database to combat potentially deadly misinformation. A systematic review of meta-analysis evaluating 14 qualifying studies claims to have found that COVID-19 patients exceeding a BMI of 25 had a worse prognosis in all age groups, but especially in the elderly population. This suggests that this population should be given special attention to reduce the morbidity and mortality associated with the COVID-19 infection to limit their moderate to high complication risk. A survey study conducted by the Imperial College of London found that among 160 several hospital healthcare workers at St. Mary's Hospital, 44% attested to self-quarantining during the past four months due to symptoms consistent with COVID-19, while 54% of these workers tested positive by RT-PCR. Since previous infection and positive antibody tests do not necessarily indicate immunity, the authors were concerned that there may be a massive shortage of healthcare workers during the anticipated second wave of COVID-19 this November. Transmission and Prevention A retrospective study of 103 presumed COVID-19 negative patients conducted at four inpatient rehabilitation facilities in New Jersey found that 6.8% or 7 of the asymptomatic participants tested positive for SARS-CoV-2 on admission. Five people in this initial asymptomatic positive group did develop symptoms in two to five days. Authors suggest SARS-CoV-2 testing on admission to post-acute care settings is worthwhile for appropriate infection control, regardless of symptom presence. Management. A systematic review of 46 case series and case studies with radiological findings from 923 pediatric patients diagnosed with COVID-19 by RT-PCR found that 1. Chest CT was the most common imaging modality used. 2. It was able to detect radiological evidence of COVID-19 in 19% of asymptomatic patients. 3. The most common abnormalities seen on scans were grand gloss opacities. And 4. The most common location of these lesions was in the right lower lobe. These findings emphasize the need for further investigation of a chest CT as a screening tool for COVID-19 in children and for study of other imaging alternatives like the lung ultrasound to minimize exposure to radiation. 
A case report conducted at the Department of Internal Medicine at Michigan State University highlights the case of a 29-year-old male who died from COVID-19 acute respiratory distress syndrome and ventilator-induced lung injury. He displayed both phenotypes of CARDS, the milder L form, and the more severe H form. The patient's cause of death was attention pneumothorax from ventilator-induced lung injury associated with type H CARDS. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With COVID-19LST.org. With COVID-19,